Hello. Hi, it's me, Stephanie. Welcome to Investivision, a podcast meant to complement my work in progress blog at www.invest-a-vision.com. What is Investivision or IAV? IAV is a project long in the making and is meant to be a platform to be used as a discussion forum when defining visions and or goals and what it takes to achieve them, the investment part. The word vision encompasses so many things, not only goals, but imageries, curiosities, and futurisms. Invest conjures up mostly things associated with finance, but we invest time, energy, creativity, our imaginations, as well as ours and others' money. And so investing can easily fit in the world of vision. Investing time, energy, imagination, creativity, and of course money requires the investor to expect optimal returns. And the financial investor would, of course, prefer maximum returns. Let's explore together how we can optimize our returns in all our walks of life through discussion, exchange, and action. Let's get going. I know Teresa through Mercury Toastmasters Berlin, where she is, in my eyes, an exceptional talent and inspiration for us all. Teresa is fun and a great storyteller, so I thought it might be fun to apply the groundworks of InvestaVision and make it in her story. Teresa comes from Canada and has also chosen to settle in Berlin, Germany. She is an artist transitioning from the stage to coaching others on how to become authentic, confident, and effective public speakers. Teresa will also describe her vision and goals and what she's investing in to reach her fullest potential. Hello, Teresa. Let's explore how your transition from an artist singer on stage to coach in helping people master their performance and presentation creativity. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'll pay you later. (laughs) What would you like to know? So tell me, how does your story begin? And in other words, what is your vision and what inspired it? Well, my, my story story, the whole story started when I was 18 years old. I come from an artistic family. Both of my parents were singers and actors. And, and my mother actually became, a, she became an opera singer and a, she went back to school later. So she became an opera singer and started teaching me. So I love to sing and love to act. And at 18, I got my first professional job and I just went with it until, uh, until 2018. Which is when I, I stopped. But I lived in England, I lived in Germany, I worked all over Canada, and it, I had a really good time. I was very lucky. I fell into a lot of really great jobs. I met a lot of wonderful people, and I made pretty decent money. And so it seemed like I just was going to continue doing that for the rest of my life. And then when I was 48, the menopause hit me and everything changed. So I didn't like what I was doing anymore. I was on tour all the time. I didn't like being on tour. I, I decided I, I had to get out. And so I went to my boss and I just said, he had given me a schedule for touring, for touring then in the next year. And I thought, oh, I thought we aren't touring anymore. So I had said, I, I, just, I have to quit. I'm sorry. I have to stop. 
And it was great (laughs) because I had a dinner engagement that night and I went over and I just said, I quit my job. (laughs) And we celebrated. Oh, we celebrated. It was the best night of my life. It was really, really good. And, uh, and at that point, I had already started being an Alexander Technique, a student of the teaching program for Alexander Technique, because I had seen people that I really love getting old badly, so in a physical way. And I thought, I don't want to get old and be all crumpled. I want to be able to enjoy my life when I get older. So I enlisted in the, in the, in the training course, and now I'm an Alexander Technique teacher. So tell us, tell us, Teresa, what is Alexander Technique? Well, Alexander Technique is a psychophysical technique, and basically what it does is it helps people become aware of bad habits that they've formed over the year, basically of movement. So, for example, if you're listening to somebody, maybe you lean forward and you stick your chin out, and then you kind of, you you compromise the larynx a little bit, so the, the voice gets a little bit thin, right? So, we help people realize that they're doing that, and we, we get them to stop automatically responding as they normally would so in a physical way and then we install new more beneficial habits so we try and get out with the old habits and in with new more beneficial habits and the beauty of it is is that because it's a psychophysical work that eventually it, you it kind of takes hold emotionally as well So you start responding, why did I respond that way? And you think about it and then you inhibit that response and you replace it with maybe a more beneficial response. So that's something uh, that's been really quite amazing for me. It really changed everything. And I, I went into Alexander Technique not only for that because I knew I wanted to coach. I knew I've always liked coaching. I've always liked being coached. Just everything surrounding it is something that I loved. I loved going to master classes as a singer. I loved going to uh, coaching sessions as an actor. I used to just live for it. And I started doing it a little bit slowly myself. And then I became an English business teacher just to make some money and to also kind of get an idea of how presentation coaching works and, and how presentations themselves work, what they're supposed to look like, how they're supposed to proceed. And, and so with the English business and then the, the Alexander technique, then I started oh, I'm going to start forming my own workshops. So out of that came building up workshops. I have the Authentic Voice Workshop series. And right now there are three workshops in that that help you build and become more confident speakers. So I have to say I am a patient of your Alexander Technique. And my reasoning was I have bad posture. And you were able to show me through Alexander Technique, and we're not done, but we have this pandemic interfering with the process. But by having the proper posture and standing up straight, sitting up straight, you, I have more confidence. And it's very, very indicative in my daily situation that I am much more aware of when I slump. Well, And, and that's... Uh, attributed to Alexander Technique. Yeah, awareness is is everything. You know, once you're aware of something, if you don't know that you have a bad habit, you you aren't going to take the measures to fix it. 
So being aware is the first step of basically anything. It was the first step for me quitting my job, being aware that I didn't want to be in it anymore and what do I want to do? But also when you're slouching, it affects the whole way you perceive yourself. So if you're slouching forward, you just, you don't exude confidence. You, but when you open up and you allow the, if you stop interfering with the body and allow it to be present as it should be, you exude much more confidence and you're just, it's, it's just such a wonderful gift to give yourself, really. So when you really think about um, starting a business, so to speak, you also have to contend with risk. And so you've just described several risky decisions that might not have seemed like risk at the time, and you were lucky. You're lucky because you didn't. You sort of were very spontaneous and said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to quit. Whereas I tend to contemplate and measure what does it take to make that decision and there are certain there are probably great advantages of doing it your way and maybe that's the artist in you well I don't know I don't know about that because (laughs) because when I decided okay I'm going to do this I'm going to be a coach I'm going to quit my job and I quit my job and I thought oh the universe is going to open all kinds of doors for me and I quit and I walked out and there were the doors and they just went they slammed in my face so I thought oh this is gonna be great but it ha- it's been a struggle I mean I've enjoyed it and I realized that it's 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 you know it's a process you can't just go from a to z without the other letters in between so I'm just chipping chip chip chipping away at the other letters and having fun and new realizations every day learning tons of new stuff and it's great and the doors are slowly going yeah, they're creaking ahead. open yeah <laughs> Yeah, but the, uh, the the it also shows that you realize the risk afterwards. And if you had realized it before, maybe you would have not made that decision. Exactly. It, but it also uh, you you mentioned you are uh, you were thinking about coaching a, long before oh. you uh, decided to quit. Was this a build up in process? I would say probably for about two. So two thousand fourteen, I I wanted to. I had the I got the idea. And I went home to Canada and I did a teaching English as a second language course because I thought, okay, so I need to get into the business world. How can I do that? I'll do that through teaching business English. So I took that step and then slowly, slowly, it just evolved from there. And I've always, the thing for me is that I've always been interested in the voice and how how can that, how can I work that in? Because that's always been very important. So things just started fitting together and and now there's a little bit more flow I mean, I'm, I'm working like a dog and, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so, I guess. <laughs> but it's also, I finally got, I, I'm taking a marketing course online. I, I just finished an eight week session, uh, with a business coach and that's been fantastic. I've had to accept that social media is my friend, <laughs> which is not easy. I think social media makes me an insane person, but I'm trying to embrace it. Well, you have a new audience, too. Their podcasts are very popular right now. Let's see how long that lasts. And now we have these audio platforms like Clubhouse and others that are emerging, which is also, in my opinion, very interesting. And it will be interesting to see if they prevail and compared to the video and the TikToks, which are really popular. And so I guess it means identifying your audience and who you, which social media will 
present to your Appeal. audience. And, yeah. do you, and do you have a specific audience in mind when you set up your programs? Well, I, what I really like, what I wanted people who have a certain kind of expertise, but don't know how to share it. So, or they don't know how to, uh, they don't know how to access their own potential. So they're held back. They're either shy or just, they don't have the confidence. So anybody who wants to get up and really try it out, wants to get up and speak in public, this is, this is also good for social situations. You know, sometimes people, sometimes it's simply a matter of somebody not being confident in a social situation. So it gives them the tools to, to get up and especially like we know from Toastmasters, the impromptu speaking exactly. is really important. Learning how to relax when you're put on the spot. Because, you know, it, it, I love the saying, stay calm and carry on. <laughs> so if you, can, if you can stay calm and keep your breathing even, generally speaking, an idea can come. But if you clench up and you can't, you, you don't let anything in, then nothing will come. So it's a matter of helping people get gain confidence and... It's really for anybody. I would do it for anybody, but it, my, my goal is in business to help people with a certain, um, uh, a certain knowledge that they want to be able to, to bring across, that they want to be able to share, but are held back for whatever reason. And this can be managers. It can be salespeople, of course. Uh... Anybody. I've been working a lot with IT people lately and... Just anybody who, you know, if you have to speak in a meeting and you don't have the confidence, it's horrible. It's just, it's horrible. You get up in front of people and you just, you just close up and you don't get any ideas and you just <gasps> panic, right? And it's so, it's a, it's just, it's, it's so nice to see when people, it's so nice to see people actually open up and just allow themselves to be themselves and aren't held back. And we learned something very interesting, in my opinion, last night with one of our speeches that uh, one of our colleagues has meetings, like 30 meetings a week, she said. And she goes, she's not really sure if anyone's really paying attention to what's being said. But if you learn to speak properly, you also learn to listen properly, those meetings will become much more dynamic and useful. And so, again, in management exercise, I can imagine this is something that they're probably not aware of and you can make them aware of too. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than sitting anywhere in a social situation or in a meeting or anywhere. Um, I remember sitting with a person once uh, we had to drive somewhere and he was a bit of a personality free zone. Bless him. Nice, nice guy, but just <laughs> nothing going in the personality thing. And I had to sit for about two hours and I just remember looking out the window going, Oh my God, I'm not going to make it. It was just unbelievable. And so just bringing a little bit of engagement or melody or anything into it, you know, you can really pep it up a little bit. But to sit with somebody for two hours that's just talking like this, it reminds me of that movie Ferris Bueller, you know, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> and the, the, the teacher's calling the um, attendance and, and it's just, everybody, all the kids are like, Oh, you know, they want to hang themselves. It's just too much. It's, it's, I, I can't stand, I can't stand people who, oh, that's a bit strong. I can't stand it when people are just so dull and they hold the floor for too long. So it sounds like a lot of your acting and performance experience has just been built into this outcome. 
It's oh. a very natural process and uh, makes a lot of sense. And would you agree? And do you think it would take takes a lot of experience to do what you're doing, or can it is is it part of your personality and and natural talent? Well, you know. I mean, I think there's enough to go around, you know, if you're into this, you're going to find your people that are going to resonate with you. Some people are going to resonate with me. Some people aren't. Uh, but I, I am a result of all my experiences. And, and I'm a bit of a, they say in German, a bit of a Rampensau. you know, I don't mind being, I, I don't really seek it out, but I don't mind. I'm not shy. There's not a shy bone in my body. <laughs> there has never been a shy bone in my body. So I have no hesitation and I'm always the one that's all jump in, you know, if nobody's okay, I'll do it. All right. You know, sometimes I regret that, but I, I'm a jumper in or I can't help it. I let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, that's always let's, been who I am. Let's, and let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And I love to tell stories, and I love to engage, and I love to draw people in. So it's the perfect uh, platform in which to do that. Have you had obvious obstacles that you have to overcome That have, besides the closing doors and then getting them back to open? You obviously seem to be able to tackle obstacles by taking courses and... Well, yeah, I had to get over myself. That, <laughs> I think I was my biggest obstacle. You know, can I do this? And I get on a roll and I think, okay, this is going really well. And then suddenly it doesn't. And then I, oh, this is not a good idea. And, you know, we all get in our own way. So I just try and tell myself, that's just today. That's just today. It's going to pass. Keep going. Keep going. And the thing is, is that always be ready to change direction. That's one of the best things. I'm, I'm flexible and I can change direction. So I, I no longer have a I have a kind of ish plan and I'm going to go ahead and do what I'm doing and if it changes direction that's okay too because then there's something new to learn in that direction or in another direction I'm not I don't have a definitive plan that I absolutely have to reach I just want to reach out and every time I do a workshop or I develop a new workshop I'm learning tons myself and then there's always research to be done so it's fantastic and I always meet new people and and, and, and gain from their experiences. And so it's just, uh, it's a win-win situation. And if I just stay out of my own way, if I can just chat, chat myself off a ledge when I go there, then it's okay. Because you've gone from addressing an audience or entertaining an audience one way, and now, and now you're interacting with your audience. It's not just one way, which I guess you prefer now. And is there some another part of your vision to see how those two can be combined someday or is that yeah no absolutely i mean they're combined right now uh, everything everything kind of fits together that it's like um what do you call that like um you know that everything they're, they're, everything fits nicely intertwined intertwined yeah, yeah that's a good word everything's intertwined but um i'm sorry can, what, what was that question <laughs> Just going from being strictly entertaining one way and now you're entertaining and, or interacting and so you're getting to know other people. You're getting to learn from your audience as well as teach your audience. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think it's, I think the, my background helps me get people out of their shells because I can, I can, I'm good at loosening up a crowd. I'm good at, I'm good at getting people over their cheap selves. If you're a little bit shy, I'll just, I, I. I, I love it when my favorite thing is when shy people kind of come out of their shells and, and give it a bit of, you know, something. 
And that, that's really gratifying because shy people are terrified. Yeah. They're terrified. And it's, and it's horrible. It's painful to watch. And it's, and it's just that they, they're in their own way, you know, and they, yeah. for, they, for whatever reasons, you know, and probably they're very good reasons, but that makes me, that excites me if I can, if I can get somebody over, over shyness and yeah. So would you consider that one of your goals and uh, returns, returns on your investment, so to speak, that uh, absolutely helping it's, people? It's hugely gratifying. Yeah. Hugely. When you see somebody come in at the beginning of a workshop or a one-on-one coaching, and then you see them leave just com- having completely opened up in more ways than one, you know, just not just their presentation, but their whole physical uh, presence, their vocal presence, and just the way they seem to be thinking. When you can achieve that, that's really gratifying because you've you've done something that's helped someone, and 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 you and through that you've helped yourself as well, you know. And so, but there are a lot of times too when you know you have to learn how to read the cr- you have to learn how to read the crowd. And usually, I'm pretty good at reading the crowd, but sometimes I get it wrong, you know. And and it's when you get it wrong that's when you learn the best lessons. And and you also have to see that some people will catch on right away and some people will need a lot of time. Oh, people and will fight you. They will fight me. You know, I don't want to do, you know, ah, that's not me. That's not me. And the thing is, I want everybody to be their authentic selves. That's why I called it the Authentic uh, Voice Workshop Series because authenticity, I wasn't being authentic. I was on stage and I felt so completely inauthentic in my own skin that it was just, I can't do this anymore. I don't feel like I'm being true to myself. And so I, I get that and I get why they're fighting against that because it's easy. It's, it's, it's hard to take this step out of the comfort zone. So your message for an artist wanting to go business or go in another trajectory, what would you suggest or what would be your message? Wow, what would be my message? Well, it's going to be a lot of work, so be prepared. Get a part-time job (laughs) or two and uh, research, research, research. Just look at every... I look at a lot of people who are doing what I do and I, I always get something. So I, and I, I watch tons of stuff. I, I'm, I'm on Google all the time. I'm on YouTube all the time. And I'm always getting ideas. I'm taking part in workshops myself. I love going to workshops and taking part. And I did a singing teacher's workshop a few years ago. And that I hadn't gone to a workshop in a long time because I couldn't. I couldn't. I could never take part because then I'm going to get a gig and I got to go, you know. So that was the other reason why I wanted to change my life because I just wanted to have a normal life. I, I like to go you know, out on weekends and, and, or go away on a weekend. I've never been able to do that, you know, or make plans for a holiday because as soon as you're going to go do a holiday, a gig comes up. So, oh, no, I can't. Sorry. So, you know, I, I go, I've gone on a lot of holidays myself because if I wait for anybody, then forget it. It's not going to happen. Right. And so you must've discovered that with the entertainment side, you were under a lot of stress that might have hurt your creativity. Now, do you feel that you're getting more creative in your new enterprise and uh, in gaining creativity? Well, yeah, interesting. So when I was, when I was, uh, and I was mostly singing at the end of the, of, of that, uh, for the few years before I finished, I always did like voiceover work and things like that, some acting jobs, but I, it wasn't really stressful. The, the stressful part was the hustle. That was the stressful part. Hustling is stressful, and uh, and I'm and I'm glad I know how to hustle. Yeah, 
I was going to say that hasn't really changed. No, I'm, I'm hustling now, but I, I know I know what I'm hustling for, and I'm excited about what I'm hustling for. Hustling and at the end of, of that, I was hustling for something I really didn't want, and that takes a lot out of you. So at the end, when I really found it hard to get it up, to get on stage to sing, I just, you know... That, that was hard. That was stressful. And I didn't enjoy that at all. But when I started, even just taking a part-time job when I started doing this in a clothing store, I took a job in a clothing store and I loved it. Suddenly <laughs> I was surrounded with people and they came in and you had discussions and especially now with you know, COVID, I was like, company, <laughs> yes. Let's talk, let's talk. Yeah. So there are hustle, work. Yeah. Creativity. Creativity is an important one. So I just banged on the table. Creativity is an important one because uh, I have to be creative. I really feel if I'm not, and creative is, is there's learning involved in that. There's being challenged involved in that. But also if you, if you let yourself in order to be creative, in order to be creative, you have to open yourself up. It doesn't come in if you're all closed. If I try and write something, forget about it. Or if I try and come up with an idea, okay, I have to get up. I have to get an idea today. I have to get an idea today. It doesn't come. But if I go for a walk in the park or I let myself just relax and then I'll get an idea. And I'm like, oh, I got to record that. (laughs) You know, it was when you allow yourself a little bit of breathing space. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, then it gets creative, but creativity is key for me. I have to, I have to be creative. Yeah. It's no fun if I'm not. Yeah. One of my uh, excitements about this exercise is seeing creative people uh, apply it in in a constructive way and and then also be able to share it so thank you very much Teresa my pleasure thank you so um you, i just wanted to say teresa can be found at www.pitperformancecoaching that's p i t t performancecoaching one word dot com pit performance coaching Give your expertise a voice. Exactly. So I'd like to thank you again and uh, stay tuned for my next episode where I will discuss my new investment project, which was something I would have never imagined doing. But as they say, never say never. Please join me. Let's continue building our investive vision together.